helped us so much. There was another article in this book that uh, I don't know how many of you were raised by someone who used indirect speech to raise you. That is, they never said something, or hardly ever said something bluntly or openly. They said something that was just kind of a hint, and you knew what they meant. Now, many of us have people like that in our lives. Now, that can be used in a wrong way or a right way. It can be used, sarcasm can be totally damaging. Uh, but, but there are people who provide indirect leadership. And, and you need to know that, that, that it's not how bluntly or how loudly you speak that has the most influence. You can go out there and, and somebody can come that close to, to, to uh, uh, you driving by in a car and you can stand there and rant and rave and you know, flap your arms all over and say every you know, word in the book to them and so on and so on. They'll just go right on. What do they care? But 20 yards down the road, if a policeman pulls them over and that policeman just walks up beside that car and just says, uh, could I see your driver's license, please? The inside of them is just shaking like that. See, there wasn't a loudness there. There's just a, more of a sense of authority. And so God uses the Holy Spirit to just gently remind us. Sometimes it feels like a rock, but the Holy Spirit gently reminds us. This guy said he was brought up by a father who just was crazy about him and never raised his voice. Now, I can't claim that for my kids, but this particular father was a master at indirect communication. You know, he'd come in and he'd look at old Cliff sitting there and he said, you know, he'd say, you know, Cliff, if you were older and stronger, I'd ask you to go out, out there and, and pull those bales of hay off that uh, that wagon out there, but I, I realized you're just a little guy, and he'd walk on. Well, five minutes, those bales were off that, were off that thing, see? He, Cliff said one time he got a horrible report card, horrible, and, and uh, he was afraid to tell his dad about it because he didn't want his dad to think badly of him. <clears throat> but finally, judgment day came, and he had to go show his dad, and his dad sitting there looking at this report card. <clears throat> he never looked up. He just looked at this thing and he said, well, at least I know you didn't cheat. <laughs> I said, that's, that's all I needed. That's all I needed. I worked like crazy after that. You know what? That's how the Holy Spirit convicts us of sin. You know, sometimes we feel terrible, and we ought to, but there's always a sense that it comes out of the love of God and the confidence that we can be who we need to be. Well, what's our reaction to that? Our reaction is to say, come, Holy Spirit. Come in my life. I don't want, I don't want to resist you anymore. I, I don't want to, to quench the Spirit. I don't want to grieve you. I want to open my heart to you. Well, how do we do that? Well, I'll give you a good start. By singing songs and hymns and, and focusing on the Lord Jesus Christ. Pray with me. God, thank you so much for sending us the Holy Spirit so that we could better appreciate what you have created for us and Jesus Christ who you've given to us.
Thank you, Lord, that the Holy Spirit does not need attention himself, but rather he comes and points us again to God the Creator and God the Redeemer. Thank you, Lord, that we do not have to worship by our own strength or by our own insight or by our own enthusiasm, but the Holy Spirit who comes to reside in us when Jesus Christ is in our hearts is that who will teach us to worship and enable us to worship in ways that draw us close to you.
Let us now say together the words of this ancient creed, the Athanasian Creed. Say them with me. We worship one God in Trinity and the Trinity in unity, neither confusing the persons nor dividing the divine being. For the Father is one person, the Son is another, and the Spirit is still another. But the deity of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is one, equal in glory, co-eternal in majesty. What the Father is, the Son is, and so is the Holy Spirit. And in this Trinity, no one is before or after, greater or less than the other, but all three persons are in themselves co-eternal and co-equal. And so we must worship the Trinity in unity and the one God in three persons. Listen to these words that are good news about our life in the Spirit. Paul writes in Romans chapter 8, beginning with this verse, saying, Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But he explains this later in the chapter when he says, You are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit, if the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin, yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who lives in you.
And so knowing what the Spirit points us toward, listen to these words from 2 Corinthians chapter 4. For God said, let light shine out of the darkness, and made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ.
Well, before you go this morning, let me tell you, we've got a prayer team. Those folks will be right down here on the right side of the sanctuary. They would love to pray with you before you go. If there's any need that you have on your heart, come and let one of them pray with you. And we would remind you again, as always, that if you've never trusted Jesus Christ for your salvation, then you don't have the Holy Spirit in you. So we invite you to come and pray with one of these prayer counselors, and they would love to help you as you make that commitment and give you some help on the first steps of that journey. Hear now these words from John chapter 14 as our benediction. Jesus is giving us this promise as he leaves the earth. He says, But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives, so do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Amen. Go in his peace.